Hello and welcome to Business Line Podcasts. I am Abhishek Law taking you through the 6th edition of On the Business Pitch at IPL. It has been fascinating to observe how over the last 13 editions the profile of advertisers at the event has changed so dramatically. Joining me today to decode the brand play at IPL is veteran marketeer Sandeep Ghosh. Right. Remember the first year it was DLF, then the mobile phone companies. Now we have the fantasy games and startups. As an advertiser, as a marketing expert, how do you see this profile of IPL sponsorship change? See, Abhishek, I think the entire value proposition has changed. Today, the kind of stakes you have for the title sponsorship, it doesn't make sense for somebody who is running a stable business. It would make sense for someone who's trying to really make a big bang and get in and get out sort of a thing. So if I recall right, the ALF when IPL started had paid a title sponsorship of 40 crores and last year I think the mobile company probably paid 440 crores. So that's the kind of leap which has happened. Now, if a DLF or a Pepsi, which paid maybe slightly higher than DLF, for them to pay 440 crores and get an ROI is a very different equation. Because IPL, if they made sense, if it could associate with the property, they were associating with the game. Here, it is not even a two-month splurge and burst. And for that, for any regular business to pay that sort of money may not make commercial sense. Whereas when you're talking about a gaming company or a startup or even a new mobile company launching and suddenly trying to get a large chunk of market share, they may not mind that sort of a burn at one go and get away from it. So the IPL sponsors will have to look each year for someone like that. And hopefully some people will come. This year, of course, was an unusual year. So I think title sponsorship was almost half what they got last year. But even then, I think 220-odd crores is not a small amount. But to have paid that for, let's say, any other FMCG or beverages company, obviously, liquor companies, etc. cannot come. But for them to have paid a 220 crore for a brand is huge. So that's, I think, basically the change which has happened. Similarly, is the same playing out in case of franchises? Let's say a KKR where the title sponsor of the jersey is also moving from mobile company to this year fantasy gaming or startups getting more focus on jerseys of other franchises. There I would hold my judgment. This year could be an exception because given the economic situation, given the market situation, who are the people whose businesses are growing, who are really making money? The regular consumer products, they have gone through a rather bad first quarter and even the second quarter would not be uh, too great for them. Whereas again, these startups, gaming companies, basically IT-related services companies have been doing well. So for them, it could be a good opportunity again to get their top-of-mind awareness up. They have to see next year whether the same trend continues or there is a change. When you look at this from this year's IPL, it's an empty stadium where the matches are being played. Is it worthwhile for brands then to invest in such cases? Yeah, IPL was essentially a TV property. The gate sales was not really a large component either for the teams or for the sponsors with the kind of eyeballs which they will get 
infield. But the real mileage people got was through television. And that's why whether it was played in South Africa or it's being played now in Dubai, it's kind of agnostic. And there will, of course, be some loss of gate sales money or eyeballs playing in empty stadiums. But the reason they could take that chance of doing it there is essentially because it's a television property. And I wouldn't be surprised if this actually changes the model of IPL to come in future. They may realize that makes much greater sense to take everybody to one place, have a stadium, or maybe they can construct a stadium inside a TV studio and play IPL and uh, still get the money. So you never know how the post-COVID IPL is going to be. There's a host of non-P2C companies. So they have also been advertising on IPL. How does it justify their investments? I think it's a low-cost ticket for entering both the Cricket Sponsorship League as well as getting into national media. So a lot of B2B companies would also like to bolster their corporate brand image get known. So they would like to get their corporate brand equity up. This could be a cost-effective way for doing that. And then there is always, as I said, an element of vanity advertising because there are a lot of owners who would have liked to get onto IPL or cricket, didn't have a chance earlier. So some of them may have found this an attractive option so when they're watching things at home or among their friends. That's also sometimes plays a role, I think, in business. When I look at it from a KKR's perspective or the Kolkata perspective, the city team, as we would like to put it, or the city franchisee, do you see KKR generate enough fan base or fan connect, specifically in cities like Kolkata? It's very football crazy. While football could have been something where Bengalis could have been emotionally attacked, cricket was not alien. Eden Gardens is one of the oldest cricket grounds and there was people who would always look forward to test matches being played here. So cricket is also popular. Now when you're talking about creating a fan base, I would think among all the IPL teams, if people have created had that local connect, KKR would probably be on top of the stack and then you have Chennai Super Kings, maybe Mumbai Indians, whereas the earlier also Bangalore. But other teams do not really have such a strong local connect or a diaspora connect, so to speak. But how far that translates into franchise money, I'm not too sure. Because Calcutta gets KKR, the the people into the stadium. That's always the case. That's why earlier you'd find World Cup finals were also played in Calcutta because the only place you could kind of assure 100,000 people there. So that's an attraction. But Calcutta today, in terms of buying power, is not that high. So I'm not too sure how much of selling franchise merchandise elements, etc., they will make money here. For that, therefore, they will have to look at the national market. So KKR also had Pepsi, if I'm not mistaken, earlier on their sponsor logo. But then they look at a rather national audience and offering the advertisers the national market. Do you see this franchising phase or corporatization phase catch up in Calcutta Football Club? I think these people are betting long term. And if indeed they are able to develop an ISL as a property like IPL, there could be, you know, potential out there. Because football, which has been a popular game in many cities earlier, is just this quality of Indian football, standard of Indian football had gone down. And if that comes up, you may find a renewed enthusiasm. Today, I believe a lot of people in India watch the European League. 
and in fact they've changed some of the timing European League to uh, match Indians India time for watching the league. So all those changes can happen. So it's maybe a little early days to predict, but companies which have taken a call on the West Bengal Mohan Bagan, I think it's a safe bet to do because the outlay hasn't been very huge, and they'll see how it goes. And I think football has potential. Contrary to a lot of people think football doesn't give you too much of advertising time, etc., but football gives you, I think, far stronger emotional connect. It's got a longer shelf life in terms of the exposure you get because the season for football can be much longer, or rather than just two months. So even if ISL is not being played, there could be other games which will keep the club franchise going, and that might make sense for these investors to associate with that club. It was lovely talking to you. Thanks a lot for your time. Thank you very much, Abhishek. Thanks for having me over.